Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute flow class recorded live over Zoom. This one focuses in on side planks and the muscles we use to create strong side planks. And side planks are great for overall posture. There's a side plank for all levels, and sometimes child's pose is the new side plank, so you're welcome to take that whenever you feel you need to. In fact, we're going to start there. When you're ready, you come down to your mat, fold yourself in, and start to breathe. Let the transition happen as slowly as you need to. It doesn't have to happen all at once. You're allowed to take your time to notice any extra things that are present. Then with each noticing, to bring your attention and your awareness deeper, to notice the next wave of what's present. And at the center of everything that's present for you, for me, for all of us, is our breath. So eventually we get to that. And just as many times as we get to our breath, probably get pulled away from it into something else. If you find yourself pulled into something else, you have your breath to go back to. Once you've got a steady rhythm going with your inhale and your exhale, you come up to your hands and knees and take some rounds of cat and cow. We'll round on the exhale and arch with the inhale. We'll have three more rounds. You move back and forth with your breath. They come to a flat back, neutral spine, hands and knees pose, what seems like almost not a pose at all. We're going to treat it like one. We treat anything like a yoga pose. You can bring your wrists directly underneath your shoulders and your knees directly under your hips and take a few moments to get curious about that alignment so that you're really placing yourself well. And we're going to extend the right leg back behind onto the toes and just simply stretch the foot, press your heel back, press your hands down and a little forward. 
As you're shifting back into your heel, you'll notice that your shoulders float back behind your wrists. Maybe. Maybe you notice it. Maybe it's happening. Maybe it's not happening. But for most of us, as we press the hands down and forward, the heel back, the body shifts back a bit too. Have a breath in. Squeeze your right glute muscle towards your hamstrings. You can get the right heel to press back more. And slowly release that. Come back to your hands and knees. We'll take a round of cat and cow here. And then again, coming back to center, align your shoulders right over your wrists, knees right under your hips. And then we'll extend the left leg back, shift back into the heel. And you may notice your hands press down and forward as your heel presses back. You've got a long line through the arms. You feel your upper back start to work. That's good. That's right. Spread your upper back with your breath. Squeeze your back leg tight. Press through the heel. Get the glute muscle to hug toward the hamstring. It's your bum cheek hugging toward the back of your leg. Feel your abdominals draw up and in. And then on an inhale, float back, hands and knees. Again, realigning. Take an exhale to cat pose. Inhale to cow. Back to center, all fours. And bringing your awareness to your back. The uh, whole back line of the body from your tailbone and sacrum up to your rib cage to the back of your head as if you were balancing a surfboard on your back and those three points the sacrum the rib cage and the back of the head are all touching the board and supporting it right? pressing up into it keep that action in your body abdominals drawn in to support it heart drawn forward to support it and turn your toes under and lift up to down dog We'll tip the spine into a diagonal in down dog. That same basic alignment is going to stay. The ear, sacrum, the back of your ribs, the back of your head, all line up. For most of us, that'll mean that our head is between our arms. And for most of us, it'll mean our knees are bent. You'll set your gaze at your feet and soften the eyes so that you see everything behind you. Nothing too focused, just the whole horizon with the eyes soft and still. And keep that style of gaze, it's called drishti, as we float forward into a high plank. So your eyes are going to float up your mat, up the center line of the mat, until you come into the high plank, where you're again going to feel your sacrum, your ribs, and the back of your head in one line. You'll be looking at the floor just in front of you. And then we press back to down dog, tracing your gaze back along the mat until it gets to that spot right around your feet. You see the whole horizon. And then roll out again into a high plank, tracing your gaze up the mat and forward until 
Find that spot in front of you where your head's in line with your ribs and your hips. Back to down dog. We'll take a couple more of these. You go with your breath. If this is a lot for you, your low back, your shoulders this morning, go from child's pose to kneeling plank. If you notice at any point that this practice becomes overwhelming for your senses, dilute and modify until you can breathe, until you can move calmly, steadily. It doesn't have to be easy. Most of this is not easy, but we want it to feel calm and steady. Set your gaze again at your feet when you make your way back to down dog. Have a breath in through your nose. And clear it out through your mouth. Then you're going to look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. This ragdoll will go wide. We'll go feet to the edges of the mat. And Point your toes straight ahead. It's your second and third toe that you're really looking at. Just what's pointing straight ahead to parallel your feet. Your heels line up with the second and third toe. Your arms can sandwich between your chest and your thighs. That can give you a little more room to open up your upper back, drop your head, and get breath. If you prefer, you can wrap your arms around each other. The elbow points get heavy to the floor. That's a good option if your chest is already on your thighs so that your head and neck can fall heavy. At this point, if your hamstrings are talking to you, screaming at you, right, slide your arms back to your legs so that it's not an overwhelming sensation there. Again, your eyes set toward the back of your mat and that idea of the, the whole horizon taking in everything you see. With the eyes set at one point still, but without being overly focused. It's the ability to be present and aware to listen, to observe. Release your hands to your mat at the end of your next exhale. Walk feet together. With an inhale, we'll rise up to standing. Press your feet down. Roll up. Lift your heart. Lift your arms. Let them go wide so that the shell of your upper back stays soft. We'll take sun A, we're gonna bow forward, bending at your knees, send your hips back. Your fingertips can be on the floor or on your shins, your head drops. Press into your feet, take halfway lift, draw your heart forward. You're gonna plant your hands, step back to high plank, the idea of your body like a board or holding that board, lower halfway down, low push up. If you prefer, you could do cat pose here. And then upward facing dog or cow pose. You'll make your way back to down dog. 
Press your hands down and forward, slide your hips up and back, knees soft. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, press your feet down, draw your heart forward. And bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, draw your abdominals in, coming up to stand. Arms wide so that your upper back is soft. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, hide a low push-up. That idea of holding the board on your back or body like the board itself. Breathe in, upward facing dog. You can have your knees down here, abdominals in. If your knees are down, you transition to hands and knees first, then the down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Your gaze is on the floor, but it's also big, as much as you can take in that perspective. And bow forward. Gaze to the back wall or the sky behind you. Breathe in, roll up to stand. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, bend your knees so you feel that idea of the body in one line. Keep it as you plant your hands and step back through the planks. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Cool. Down dog, breathe all the way up. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Press your feet down, abdominals in, body in one line. And bow forward, breathe out. Last round through, press down through your feet, soften your knees, roll up to stand. Upper back soft, but you feel your body in one line, lifted, upright. Bow with your exhale. Press your feet into the floor really good. Breathe in, lift halfway. Get that one line through your spine. Your back muscles work to draw everything into alignment. Plant your hands. Press the floor. Keeping steady through the muscles of your back. Just draw your heart forward. And then upward facing dog. Knees up or down. Check in with your low back. Be good to it. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Cool. Breath in. And empty out through your mouth. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Good. Breathe out, fold down. 
Roll up to standing mountain pose. Press your feet down, draw your abdominals in. We're going to take this into Utkatasana. So exhale, sit back into your heels. As your hips drop, keep your chest as lifted as you can. Go as far as you go. And then inhale, back up, body in one line. And then exhale again into the Utkatasana. It's like you're sitting back to a small chair behind you. You just can't seem to find it. And then press into your feet. You're going to come straight up in one line. Could be a tendency to backbend here, but instead you're going to focus on the one line. Sit back, wait into your heels, maybe even pull your toes up. And then feel your feet press into the floor and body being pulled straight upright to the ceiling. A few more of those, you're going to sit back. Right, arms can come as forward as they need to come to balance your hips going back. When you come to stand come upright, you're being pulled up. I like to think of being pulled up to one of those tubes at the bank. Remember when you used to put the thing in the tube at the bank and it got pulled? And then a lollipop came back. Press down. And pulled up through that tube, one line through your body. I think I just showed my age, but maybe you remember it too. And then press your feet down up through the tube. One more time when you come down, as low as you go in the Ukatasana, arms as forward as you need yours to go, shoulders soft. Stay here, have a breath in, lift your chest, and then bow forward, breathe all the way out. Good work. Let your head drop, upper back softens, chin tucks in. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Body in one line. It's almost like you're being pulled forward to the top of your head. And then breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. You're going to step your right foot forward for warrior one. Plant both feet. Come up. And then we'll take the arms out of it. Hands to your hips or arms at your sides. Your choice. And press down into the outer edge of your back foot. Find that on your mat. And then the ball of your big toe. Both of those pressing down. So you've got the three points of the back foot anchored to the floor. And there's an action of pressing back into the diagonal. So you're really kind of like suctioning your foot under the floor. While you're doing it, spread all five of your toes. Then we'll focus on the front foot. Toe straight ahead. You're going to pull into your front heel. Sit as low as you go in this particular moment. If you've got pain in a joint, ankle, knee, low back, you come out of it until you have no pain in your joints. Squeeze your back leg. The glute muscle squeezes to the hamstring. That creates stability between your leg and your hips. Abdominals draw in. We're going to take our hands to your rib cage for a moment. And you might notice that your rib cage is kind of off at a diagonal. That's totally fine. You're going to turn and get as much of your rib cage turned forward, as much of your collarbones turned forward as you can. Hips stay at a diagonal because the back foot is back there, the diagonal. But we're twisting through the upper body. 
Hope one more breath here if you like. Float your arms up, little back bend. And then press into your feet as you bring your hands to your mat. You're gonna step back, hide a low plank, or make your way just straight to down dog. In some moments, like you just need down dog, child's pose. Listen for those. Breath in. And breath all the way out. And step your left foot forward. Plant both feet. Come up warrior one. And then we'll take the arms down to focus in on the feet. So back foot anchored to its outer edge and the ball of the big toe. So there's equal weight in the foot. It's not turning to one side or the other. The ankle stays really stable. Pressing down and back, like you're trying to stretch your mat back at that diagonal. Squeeze the leg all the way up through. Glute muscle hugs the hamstring. You're creating a good connection between the leg and the hip. Pull into your front heel and knee pointing straight ahead. Then if you have your hands at your hips, you'll notice they're probably off at a diagonal. We're all a little different, but they'll be pointing off towards the, the side. That's fine. Keep it. Abdominals in, your chest lifts. We'll bring hands to the rib cage. This is where we're going to turn forward and be as upward as possible from your rib cage through the top of your head. Then take your arms up. Lift your chest. Go up. Like we can pull it up to that tube. Then you go maybe a little back. Check in with your breathing, with your joints. One more breath here. Fan your fingers up. When you exhale, hands to your mat. Plant down and step back. Little push-up. Upward-facing dog, knees up or down. Abdominals are in to support the low back. And then down dog. Breathe all the way out. Have a breath in and empty out. Flow through some sunbees. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Bow forward. Set your hips back. Ukatasana chair pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Your hips back, heart forward, that one line through your body. Plant your hands, step back. Low push-up. You could skip it if you want. If you're taking it, you got that surfboard on the back quality. We're holding it up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Cool. Breathe out, down dog. You're gonna step your right foot forward. Anchor both feet down. Squeeze your back leg. That glute muscle to hamstring helps you come up. Be drawn up. And then as you press into your feet, we'll bow. Take the hands to the mat. Step back. Squeeze your legs, right your heart forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Cool. Press down to go back, down dog. 
left foot forward, plat down, squeeze your back leg, glute muscle to hamstring, pull your abdominals in, fan out your fingers, then hands to the mat. As you look forward, you step back. Breathe in. Good. Breathe all the way out. Have a breath here. Empty it out through your mouth. Let your mouth itself relax, your tongue relax. Let your lips slightly close. Look forward, walk or hop, top of the mat. Breathe in through your nose, halfway lift. Long, slow breath out through your nose, fold forward. One more round, you sit your hips back, lift your chest, ukatasana, abdominals in, fan your fingers. Bow with an exhale. With your inhale, really precise, find the halfway lift where your back feels in one line, sacrum, rib cage, back of your head. Keep that. Step back, hide a little plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog, support with your abdominals. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Good. Right foot forward, both feet flat, they press down to lift you up. Squeeze your back leg. Keep pressing into your feet as you bring your hands down to the mat. Then low push up, press into your hands. Breathe in, down dog, breathe out. And left foot forward. Both feet down, squeeze your back leg, lift your chest, fan your fingers, press into your feet, hands to the mat, step back, breathe all the way out. We'll breathe in and breathe all the way out, down dog. Good. Be here or child's pose for breath in. Breathe out, feel your thumb and first finger knuckle, that L shape of your hands, pressing into the floor. And from down dog, we're gonna walk the feet together so that they're on the center line of your mat. Step your right foot forward, up between your hands. Spin your back foot flat, press through the outer edge of your back foot. You're gonna cartwheel up or reverse cartwheel up, warrior two. And take a moment to align your stance. So if you need a little longer or shorter stance, you can feel that out. We'll bring the arms up and we're gonna go with stop sign hands or uh, stop in the name of love hands. I like to pretend I'm Diana Ross. I actually got nicknamed Diana Ross in the uh, fifth grade because uh, curly hair that went everywhere. can talk to my Aunt Becky about that. You know, press your palms out toward the front and back wall. You might feel a little too much in your arms. If you do, bend your elbows. But keep flexing your hands. So we're getting the wrist stretched there. And, and for some of us, it's going to be a little much. It doesn't have to be too much. 
for a lot of us, the hands stay kind of curled over a phone or a computer keyboard. So we're going to work just the opposite right, to counterbalance. Bend your fingers, press out through thumb and first finger knuckle of each hand. Can you find that L shape? And then press it forward. If you're really feeling this, um, I'm with you. Press out into the front and back wall. One more breath. We'll sit with the exhale. Then we're going to inhale, reverse. You let your back hand rest lightly on your leg. Top hands up, and we're going to just roll that wrist around. So you can bird beak the hand. That can help with a little mobility there. Clockwise, counterclockwise. And then reach the bird beak straight up through all the fingertips. We'll press into the feet and cartwheel down, hands to the mat. Step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Feet together. Look up between your hands. You're going to step your left foot up on the center line of your mat. Turn the back foot flat so that the feet are on one track. Reverse cartwheel up. Take your time getting here. Warrior two. You might want to lengthen or shorten your stance. Lengthen it if you feel like you're, you're kind of not getting far enough or feel a little stuck. Shorten it if it feels like you're doing too much at your feet. Right. You want to be able to pull your toes up off the floor, press the three points of each foot down, and feel steady. And we'll take the arms out. We'll again get that idea of pressing out through the hands. Right. And if you need to bend your elbows, you bend your elbows. So get the flex of your fingers back. Right. If you can, press out through straight arms right, and feel steady, calm, and you do it. Right. This practice isn't about how much you can withstand pain or struggle. Right. We have enough of that. This practice is about how do you get yourself to a steady, calm place. Right. You can still do a lot. And you, you can get all the work you need. But you're steady and calm while you're there. Otherwise, we're practicing being overwhelmed. We're practicing being stressed out. We don't need any more practice of that. Fan your hands. Press out through the heel of the palm. The thumb and first finger knuckle. Stay low in your legs. On an inhale, reverse. Right hand will come lightly to the leg. And the upper hand's going to move around. Just gonna roll the wrist, let it loose. Good. One more breath in. Bird beak your hand, reach all the fingertips up. When you exhale, we'll cartwheel down, plant your hands. You can step back to down dog or child's pose. If you like the push-ups and the up dogs, you do them. Breathe in. We'll breathe all the way out. Down dog or child's pose for breath. Let it out all the way. When you inhale, shift forward to a high plank. 
And bring back that sensation of the body in one line, <laughs> sacrum, rib cage, back of head, while holding up the surfboard or your body uh, taking on the surfboard. You can imagine you are one. We're going to bring the right knee down to the mat. Keep everything else the same. So it's like you're, you're doing the plank. Right knee just happens to be down. That's all. Then you're going to slide your right hand slightly forward of the shoulder, like we did when we were doing those calf stretches. The wrist just slightly out from the line of the shoulder. You'll spin your back foot flat, the back leg working just like warrior two. And then right hand to the hip. I'm sorry, left hand to your hip. <laughs> right hand to your hip will be hard. Left hand to your hip. You've got a kneeling side plank. It can help to let the shin bone move out behind you, like a kickstand. And the hand on the hip, it's giving this idea that this hip lifts up. The hip lifts up so that you can press the foot down, squeeze the leg, the glute muscle to the hamstring. So you're supporting where the leg and the hip meet. Take your gaze up to your top hand. Align your left thumb at the center of your shoulder. If that doesn't work for you, if it feels like there's tension in your neck or tension in your shoulder, Look down at your base hand. If that doesn't work, bring your left hand to your hip. When you look down at your hand or when you bring your awareness to your bottom hand, press out again like that stop sign hand. Get the stop sign into the floor. Press your hand and your foot into the mat so firmly that you might feel light in your right knee. Just ask yourself right now, do you feel light in your right knee? If the answer is no, no big deal. Keep pressing. See if you can get the right knee to feel light. If it does feel light, you're going to step the right foot out and stack the left foot on top. Keep lifting your hips up. Keep the squeeze of the upper hip. So you're still working both legs as if they were holding you up. If your left arm is above you, shoulders and wrist in one line, reach your fingertips towards the ceiling. Have a breath in. When you exhale, hands to your mat, high plank. You choose here. Would it be best to go to down dog? Do you feel like going to a low push-up? Either way, you breathe out. Then we breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Pause and feel the two sides of your body. There's a really good chance your right side feels some heat that your left side doesn't feel yet. Take two more breaths. Watch that heat ebb and flow. And we're going to come forward to high plank. And we'll bring the left knee down, keeping the body engaged in the high plank. Cool. This may be as far as you need to go toward a side plank ever in your life. This is a good practice of the same idea that we get in side plank, where we're trying to align the body in space. Okay. If you want to stay here, work your hands from the floor, squeeze your back leg, you keep doing that. Step your left hand forward. And then if you want to move on, spin your back foot flat. 
And you bring your right hand to your right hip as you turn open into the kneeling side plank. The right hand to the hip is going to remind you to squeeze the hips in towards center, to squeeze the back leg so that you lift the right hip up. So we can get kind of distracted in side plank with what's going on in the arm. Stick with what's going on in the leg, the foot pressing down, the hip lifting up. Left hand pressing down to the floor. There's a good chance you'll feel a stretch in your left hip. Kneeling side plank's no joke. It's a good uh, strengthener for kind of all around the core body, but particularly the hips. Draw your abdominals in. Draw your heart forward. If you'd like to stack your upper hand, watch your upper hand as it aligns over your shoulder. The thumb in line with the center of your shoulder. If that is uncomfortable to look up, look to the hand on the floor. Still uncomfortable, bring your right hand to your hip. Right, That upper arm is just decoration. If it's decoration, make it good decoration. But if you don't need it, you don't need it. And then press into the hand and foot on the floor until your left knee feels light. And you ask yourself, does it really feel light? Some days it may, some days it might. Some days it might not. If it does, step out into a stacked leg side plank. Keep the action you had in the right leg. So even as you move up into the stack leg side plank where the left leg is now going to take on a lot of work, right leg continues to work. And if you've got the arm aligned up over your shoulder, be sure it's in line. It's going to try to fall back behind you because it's smart. It's going to do that to try to counterbalance. You're going to keep it over the shoulder. Press your standing hand down, that stop sign hand, into the floor. Both hips up, squeeze your legs. And when you exhale, look to your mat. High plank, you could shift back to down dog or child's pose, or low push-up. Breathe in. And down dog, breathe out. Have a breath here. Empty. Come down to hands and knees. We're going to take some twisting. You slide your hands underneath your shoulders. On your inhale, take your right arm up and open. Yeah. And when you exhale, come down and through. Reach for the side wall. If you want to put your shoulder down, you can. If you want to hover it, do. Inhale, open up. And exhale, down and through. Inhale, open up. Press into your standing hand. Exhale, down and through. Then on your inhale, open back up. You're going to extend your right leg back behind you. So we're in kneeling side plank again. Who knew? You can stay with kneeling side plank, or you can step out into the stacked leg. And then we have three more of those twists. You go under, and you inhale, reach up. And you go under, twist. Squeeze your hips into center as you do. That's hard. Breathe in, come up. When you come back, align your body, that one line, like you had a surfboard on your back. And then you keep as much of that as you can. Keep your hips pressing in towards center as you rotate under. And then come up, open side plank. 
When you exhale, look to your mat. Low push-up or down dog, child's pose, water break. You know which is best for you. We'll breathe in. And we'll breathe out. Have a breath here. Let it go through your mouth. And come forward to a high plank and to hands and knees. And we'll take twisting to the other side. Take your left arm up and open. And then come down and through twist. If you want more work, you hover the shoulder over the mat. Keep your abdominals drawn tightly in. And breathe in, open up. And you exhale down and through. And inhale, open, really good. Exhale down and through. Inhale to open, you'll stay, press into your right hand, slide your left foot back. You open up, get kneeling side plank. Adjust, feel centered, feel steady, calm here. If you do, you take the stacked leg side plank. You don't have to, right? If you get to the point where this feels overwhelming, you don't want to practice that. We're going to twist under. And then come back to center, realigning your body in that one line, hips, rib cage, head. Keep as much of that as you can as you twist under. The hips are going to try to float way back. You don't let them. Reach back up. Exhale to twist under. Inhale to open up. Good, this time look to your mat. Plant your hand. Step back. Little push-up down dog. Child's pose you choose. We'll breathe in. And we'll breathe out. Have a breath. And let it out through your mouth. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the space, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Sit back, Utkatasana, chair pose. Steady your breath here. need a break, if you need some rest, you take it. Sit back as much as you can. Take your arms to parallel with the floor. See if that helps your shoulders stay soft. If your shoulders are softer, more comfortable, right? this is going to go better because you're going to be able to breathe more. Right? We all have an angle at which our arms will feel comfortable. You find yours right? in order that you breathe well. Then you're going to pick your right heel up off the floor, come to the ball of your right foot. Really press your left foot down. Maybe you come up onto the right big toe only. Maybe you float the foot off the floor, one-legged chair. Breathe here for three. Exhale. 
As you exhale, foot to the mat, hands to your heart, and your bow forward. When you inhale, lift halfway, walk your feet a bit apart. You're going to step your left foot back into a low lunge with a knee down, also known as get off of that asana. Lift your chest, lift your arms. And then hands to your mat. Low push-up or down dog. Breathe in. Good. Breathe all the way out. We'll have a breath in through the nose. Out through your mouth. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose, sit back, lift your chest up. And then again, realign your arms so that you can breathe well. It's the same thing about your spine, the sacrum, rib cage, and the head in one line. They're going to be at a slight diagonal. It won't be straight up but they're not gonna be at a curve. You're gonna pull into your abdominals. You have a tailbone to top of your head, one line. You still get that idea of the, the surfboard strapped to your back. And the arms where you can breathe well. Press your right foot down. Really feel the three points of the foot. Come to the ball of the left foot. That could be enough, right? If you're feeling this enough, it's enough. Right? We don't need to feel too much. Right? Most of us already feel quite enough as it is. Up to tip of your big toe. Right? If that can come off the floor without it becoming overwhelming, then you hover the foot. Right? Can you still breathe? Do you still feel calm? Right? Maybe you're not completely still. Right? It's not perfectly balanced. But there's steadiness and there's calm. That's in you. It's of your doing. Get a breath in. And then as you exhale, the foot down, hands to your heart, bow forward. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet a bit apart. And it's your right foot that steps back so we can get off that side of the asana. Knee down, lift your chest, lift your arm. Cool. Make sure it's a lift, abdominals in. And then hands to your left. You step back, down dog, or low push out. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Good work. And breath in. And I empty it. And come forward to a high plank. You may want to stay here. You may want to put your knees down to the mat. Press your hands into the floor like those stop sign hands. Or slide down to your forearms. And this is dolphin plank or forearm plank. 
Press your heels back, press the top of your head forward. It's like an idea of like being pulled through a tube with the head, ribs, hips, legs, one line. Press the floor down. You're working the muscles of upright posture here, the back side of the body, glute muscles. You press your elbows down, feel your upper back engage. You can do the same thing with your hands if you're on your hands. As the elbows press down, and you tether your shoulder blades to your rib cage. Draw the top of your head forward. Have a breath. And when you exhale, you'll bring your knees down. Then your thigh ones down. Hips down. We're coming into sphinx. Press the tops of your feet to the mat. All ten toenails. Lift your chest. When you exhale, you're going to slide down long. Bring your chest forward as you come into downward facing shavasana. Your hands can be underneath your forehead center. You could turn a cheek to one side. You're going to rest. You're going to let the whole back line of your body soften. And let your breath move through you like waves. And notice what it meets, whether it's extra thoughts, sensations, emotions. Notice those things and get them to the next level of what you feel. What you notice. Until you're just noticing the breath. On your next inhale, you bring your hands by your sides underneath your elbows for cobra. Pull the hands back, elbows back. Use your upper back muscles to lift you. You can kind of test this by taking your hands away. Right? That'll be about the height that you want. But then press your hands down and pull them back so you feel the upper back muscles drawing down towards your waist. Check in with the back of your neck. Get long. You'll be looking at the floor somewhere in front of you, but definitely down toward the floor. Have a breath in. When you exhale, release down slowly. When your body gets to the floor, your nose almost touches. Press your hands down. Pull your abdominals in. We're going back to child's pose. Rest your head on the floor, your head on your hands. Let your upper back spread. Empty out with every muscle you can find in your abdominals. Use every bit of breath out. With your breath in, let as much of you spread out as you can. And with your breath out, really press every last drop. One more. We'll come up one more time to hands and knees, this time crossing the feet at the ankles and coming around onto the back of a bridge or wheel. 
You plant your feet. If you're taking bridge, you plant your arms at your sides. Press the back of your head down. Come. Once you've come up as high as you can with the work of your legs, press your arm bones down, see if you can slide your shoulder blades a little more underneath you, start to walk your arms underneath. You're pressing your feet down, lift your glute muscles, your bum cheeks toward your hamstrings. Same idea there as all the plank work. You're taking wheel, you're pressing the stop signs of your hands down into the floor as much as you can. Do thumb and first finger knuckle. We'll take three breaths here in through your nose. And out through your nose, slow, steady, and calm. With the next inhale, if you're in wheel, tuck your chin. And we'll slowly come down one piece of your spine at the time until you've landed your hips on the floor. And then your choice here to take Supta Baddha Konasana, feet together, knees out, or constructive rest pose, feet flat, knees together. Take the one that allows your spine to feel its alignment on the floor, the hips, the ribs, the head all grounded comfortably. You may want to kind of slide yourself a little longer. Sit so then your low back and your neck. Feel at ease. And close your eyes and ensure that for yourself. The hips, ribs, head have that characteristic of, of upright posture of alignment. And your low back and your neck are long. Often we'll get into a, a supine pose, a, a pose on our back with a big curve in the low back or a big curve in the neck. See if you can take out any big curves or sharp angles. Your spine won't be flat against the floor. You are not one dimensional. But you'll feel the natural curves in a way that's pleasant. The head, the ribs, the hips, pleasantly heavy, grounded. The low back and the neck pleasantly light and free. One more breath here. Let that feeling settle in. And we'll bring knees into the chest, a little rock side to side. Press your low back into the floor as you rock side to side. So it's a, the sacrum part of your low back, the back of your hips, I guess. It's a better way to say that. Make some circles of your knees clockwise and counterclockwise. And one knee in each hand. You'll spin the knees around. They go independently of one another. 
let your hands go, let the legs spin themselves in their own orbits. Becomes a sort of meditation where you're feeling the circle of the leg bone, the cone-shaped action of the legs. You might feel some little cracks, little pops, as long as they're not painful, they're just part of being human. It's the fascia and the connective tissue sliding over each other. And perhaps the more you circle the legs, the less of those little cracks and pops you notice as things warm up and become more hydrated. Come back to center, cross the right foot over the left thigh. Keep your arms, your head, your upper back on the floor, a little rock side to side. So the legs are in reclined pigeon and the hips are rocking side to side. Still massaging out through the low back. If you'd like to add the element of twist here, let your legs drop all the way over to your left. Sole of your right foot on the floor. Catch your shin bone with your left hand. And you'll press the shin bone into the hand, press the thigh bone away from you. You don't have to, but you can. Inhale, unwind yourself, come back to center. And then we'll switch across the legs, the left foot over the right. And a little rock side to side, arms at cactus, shoulder blades soft to the floor, your upper back, your head heavy. And as you're rocking side to side, your hips heavy too, getting the acupressure massage on the floor. And if you like that, you stay with that. And if you'd like a twist, you let the legs, the whole operation, rotate over to the right. Catch the left shin in the right hand and press the left thigh forward. Breathe through whatever you find there. You're combing it out. One more breath in through your nose. And out through your nose. And then you'll unwind, make your way back to center. Hug your knees in or take happy baby, whichever makes you feel more comfortable. And then your choice to stay, to be still and feel, or to rock gently side to side, 
right, that rocking, a real meditative quality to it where you're feeling out what's going on if you're choosing to take that. And eventually you let that rocking become so slow that you're back at center. Still. And then you'll release to Shavasana, to relaxation. That could be arms and legs extended, or it might be constructive rest with your feet to the floor, knees together. You can let your arms be open at your sides, or you can bring your hands to your center line. There's no right positioning for Shavasana. There's a space where you're comfortable, where you feel aligned in your body. The pose becomes about what you're feeling, rest and relaxation, the ability to be and let be. You also take a moment to acknowledge yourself for being here. For getting to the mat. For doing the thing you set out to do today. It is a big deal. Then you rest, letting the practice slip away along with everything else. When you feel ready to move again, we'll start with fingers and toes. And then you slowly roll to a comfortable side. And make your way up to seated. Pause. 
Taking a moment with hands to heart. If you'd like, you can close your eyes. If you'd like, you can open them. And if you, if you want to switch to the gallery view, if you're not there already, you can see one another. There's strength in numbers. Bring our hands to heart center as a reminder of our strength, our courage, our kindness. We share those things with each other as we draw thumbs to forehead center and off for each other. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste, y'all. Happy Sunday. Thanks so much. That was beautiful. Well done. See you tomorrow. Have a good day. Thanks, Anna. Thank you.